What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Sports Card Madness, the podcast that covers the entire collectible space, including sports cards, business, technology, and more. Now brought to you in partnership with Fanatics Live. For this episode, we brought on our good friend, Cousin Eddie, and we did a holiday episode. We covered some of the things we wanted to get by the end of the year in terms of cards, and we got into some pet peeves of Cousin Eddie about the hobby. I think you guys will enjoy him. Uh, He was a great guest, and we had a lot of fun. Before we dive in, I've got a big ask for the audience. If you could take a few seconds and go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and either follow us or subscribe to us, that would be super helpful for the pod. Even leaving us a five-star review would be amazing. This will help keep the podcast coming every Friday. Thanks, everyone. Kick is on the way, and it is What's up, everyone? Welcome to a very special episode of Sports Card Madness. I've been talking about him for a long time. LZ and I have got crazy cousin Eddie on the pod, and I couldn't be more excited because cousin Eddie knows a lot about cards. He's got a lot of things to say, and it's going to be a treat. Trust me. I have no idea what's going to happen in this episode. Uh, It's going to be awesome. So cousin Eddie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Congratulations, guys. You guys have been awesome. I hope you guys are ready for me. Um, we're going to get a little crazy, drink some beers. <laughs> it's been, you know, incredible with your success, you know, your sponsorship and all that. So happy for you guys. I listen to you all the time in my RV. It's a great time. Good hour. Every Friday, I pop it on. Excellent. So for the audience that's on audio, Cousin Eddie is in a full green Christmas suit and tie with beer holders, and he's already drinking beer. It's awesome. Um, he's all. He also has a really nice winter hat the ones with like the flaps on the ears it's it's like solid it, it's that plate in your head exactly exactly eddie you have that plate in your head you gotta, you gotta protect that all right stay away from my waves <laughs> so before we dive into the pod lz and i have got some cool moose glasses so we got some eggnog in our moose glasses We're gonna do a little toast Malachalic to cousin eddie's first pod cheers cousin eddie Welcome to the pod. Happy to have you. All right. So, Elsie, I think you have oh. a. Uh... No, I. Yeah, I do. I have a. I have a. You I, a I was story. excited. <laughs> I was excited to do the. Uh... Oh, that's some good eggnog, actually. I, mm. I prepared my eggnog pretty well. I put some nutmeg and some cinnamon in there, so it's we're we're ready to go tonight. Um, Tasty. Yeah. It, this Eddie. Eddie, I gotta I gotta tell you this story. I don't know if Nick has told you this story yet. But I, I want I want to get your reaction to it. When I whenever I drink eggnog, it it brings me back to probably let's say eight years ago. Uh Nick and I, as we've mentioned to the audience, we do live close to one another. We're just the next town over. And there is kind of this central location bar slash restaurant that we attend, especially during the holidays, because during the holidays they have a customer appreciation night and we went once with our father-in-law and it was specials on dollar oysters and eggnog which is which is just a perfect perfect mix eggnog and dollar oysters 
So sounds like a party to me. Oh yeah, it it was. It was definitely a party. That's that's for sure. It was a party. It was a party in all of our bellies because we took full advantage of those dollar oysters. The three of us love oysters. So we're we're just putting them back, putting them back, putting them back, putting them back. And then at the same time, topping off those oysters with another round of eggnog, with another round of eggnog. And finally, we kind of tallied them up. Nick's good with numbers. He's like, guys, I think we've had like 65 oysters at this point. And it was just like, what? So we bring the waitress over and we I, I ask her, I say, hey, um, you know, you usually don't carry oysters. But you have them tonight. So this must be a special occasion. Like, how many oysters did you get? She says, oh, we got 100 of them. And you guys have already ate 65. And it was like, whoa. So we immediately stopped. But we had probably, we had 65 oysters. And we probably had, I don't know, a good good amount, at least a handful of of eggnog. So that was a a really good mix. A good mix for the night, Eddie. I I don't know if you'd be able to handle that. Oh, eggnog and oysters. My (laughs) Pretty full, man. <laughs> pumping out the sewer for that. Jeez. Yeah, you would. You'd have the RV right up front. You'd be pumping that right in the sewer. That's true. All right. All right. Yes. Yeah, so only in New England, I think. Let's get into. Uh, let's get into cards. So, cousin Eddie, you actually yes, know sir. card market pretty well. Um, you were probably in it even before the before I am, and you're always texting me all the time and complaining about stuff and. Um, you had a recent pickup or a recent win, I would say, and you've been hounding me about that. So I was wondering if you could talk about the dilemma you're in around um, this new redemption thing that you got. Yeah, so I bought into a $40 break because I don't have that much money. I live in an RV, so my budget's a little you know, low. I'm not like you guys buying those $20,000, $50,000 Michael Jordan autograph cards. It's a little out of my range, so... Um, so I bought in this $40 break and I got these, these, I got this card. It's an Adley Rushman and a Gunnar Henderson dual autograph. And of course the redemption. Don't even get me going with these redemptions. I hate these redemptions. They're so bad that give me the card. I want the card. I want to see the card. I want to see how it looks and all that. So, I mean, I, I want to see it. I want to redeem it, but everyone's telling me you got to sell it. Sell one of the hot because you know, both of them won Rookie of the Year, Adley and Gunner. Adley won it the year before. Gunner won it this year. I'm looking at like a, you know, there's a blue foil on eBay right now for two thousand dollars. So, um, mine's that's out of fifty. Mine's out of twenty five. So mm. I hit it pretty good. It's like hitting the lottery, but it's a redemption. And I don't know if I should. I want to redeem it. I want to see this thing. I want to hold it in my hand. I might keep it in my collection. Crying aloud, but hopefully it doesn't turn out to be Wander. We won't talk about that guy. So that's oh. exactly what I thought of is yeah. the wander story that we, we brought up a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah. First off, Eddie, congratulations. That is a big get. That is a big, big get. That is awesome. Um, yeah. I, oh boy. So everybody's telling you to sell it. I sell, sell, yeah. sell, sell it yeah. now. They're young. You never I, know what's happening next tomorrow with them. I think I'd sell it. I think I'd sell it, Eddie. I would, uh, I would already have that thing on eBay, my friend. Um, that that redemption needs to go. I'm sure cousin Eddie could use the funds and, uh, you know, get that thing sold, get that money. Who knows what they're going to do, who they're going to be. I mean, if you want to see the card, just wait till somebody else gets a redemption and look at it on eBay, and then enjoy the money while you do it. I think 
I think honestly, though, you need to at least think about like when is it going to be at its high, right? When Probably. when it what's the the value, right? He just won Rookie of the Year, so yeah. this could be this could be the the peak right here. Yeah, they could say these guys are the future, and then they the Orioles yeah. have Jackson Holiday coming up too. Talk about mm-hmm. future. I had a couple of his cards. Top prospect in baseball right now. Orioles look good. So, um, Adley won it last year. He had a great year this year. So, and Gunn is only 22. Adley's 25. So, you know, but, you know, you never know. Like I said, Wanda's 21. Look what happened to him. And everyone had Wanda autographs. I got like 10 Wanda autographs now. I can't even get five bucks for them now. Uh, when, like, you know, a couple of months ago, I mean, yeah. like last year, I could have got like 200, 300 for each of his autographs. Guy was, guy was good, and he's only twenty one or twenty two, something like that. So, the blue foil that is on eBay was that also a redemption? Yeah, there all right, redemption. All right. So, do you have any idea on how long what the turnaround time was for that though? Like, I wonder when he pulled that person pulled that card. Like, if your turnaround time is only like a month or two to get the card, then yeah, maybe it is worth waiting. But yeah, that's interesting. Well, that's any what they're asking for? So. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, the the non variation is going for like five hundred, six hundred dollars. So mm. those have sold, but I haven't seen a gold one yet for twenty five. There's a red one too out of five too, and then there's a one of one too. Jeez. Yeah. Get that money, Eddie. Thinking. Get that money. I'm telling you. Uh, more beers. More beers. A drink. Who said? Be a Canadian. <laughs> That's right. Buy some more Canadian beer, Eddie. There you go. Uh, <laughs> love what you said. Um, Eddie, we, we've had a couple episodes recently about eBay, both buying and selling on eBay. And Nick and I shared kind of tips for each side of it. And, um, you know, maybe some of uh, the, the things that maybe people struggle with on eBay. Um, curious, what are your thoughts on eBay? Have you had any recent... Um, issues or struggles or even any tips that you can give the audience i'm just curious how much you you use ebay i mean you referenced it right that you uh that that card's on there for about 2500 so what's what do you got what do you got going on with ebay right now uh i do all ebay um i don't know anything else i am not technology savvy um i'm lucky if i can run this phone so i mean i can only text and stuff so ebay is kind of easy but I don't know how to, you know, post. I basically take whatever someone sold before and then use their, you know, their template and then just use my own and sell it that way. So um, I just recently had a guy, I sold a card. It's an Ethan Salas um, photo variation, cut $200. I was the first one on there selling it and the guy hasn't paid me yet. And I sold that in mid-October. So I don't, it's the first time I've ever had problems with people not paying me. So, so it's been uh, a month. Yeah. And he left you okay. a bad review, right? Already. No, no, no. I, that's the problem. I think if I relist it, oh. he's going to write me a bad review because, you know, Hey, that's my card. I bought that card. You know, it's, I, I'm, I'm the winning thing, but he actually cost me a lot of money because I was the first one to get on this, so I could get the premium price. The first one, everyone buys that for the top price. And mm-hmm. now there's been like 100 to 200 of them already sold. So they're only going, they're going for like 80% less. So, oh, so, so you're guy, saying, 
So yeah, he's got you right now because if you now relist it, you're only going to get twenty percent of what of yeah. what. He, and and that probably, that's probably why he's dragging his feet. He's probably dragging his feet because he knows that he can get it a lot cheaper now. You you should go on eBay. There is a, a thing that says cancel cancel order due to non payment. So it's it depends on how vindictive you want to be. You can certainly get him dinged uh, for non payment. A few of those, and he's off eBay. Um, but like we just said, you're going to relist it and you're going to get burned on the price. So it comes down to, is it worth a hundred bucks or 50 bucks to penalize this guy? Um, sounds like you might only sell it for that anyway. So why not penalize him? I don't know. Food for thought. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. Cancel payment, <laughs> delete guy, write bad review. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. I'm like I said, I wish everything was still on a typewriter for crying aloud. Well, the reception in the RV probably isn't that great, right? So when you do get oh, it, you can man. only yeah. no Wi Fi in here. Yeah, it's tough. I can Taking I can understand. Up, um, Griswold's house. So <laughs> yeah, you you got to go over to Clark's house to get the good Wi Fi. It, so I, I want to follow up on on your point there though around how you only use eBay. So you know one of the other things Nick and I talk a lot about is. Um, we actually, when we're buying cards, we actually don't start with eBay. We start with some of the Facebook forums and maybe some of the, um, kind of the Instagram community that communities that we belong to, to look and see if people are selling there just to, um, avoid fees. You know, also a lot of these people we're we're friendly with, and we'd rather give the business to our friends. So you don't even kind of go down the road of like Facebook pages or anything like that to purchase. No. No. All right. I don't. I don't have the contacts like you guys do. The only contacts I have are basically my local card shop, and that's it. Yeah. I should start uh, a, like, a page and stop posting cards. Hmm. I got one guy that I talked to. I sold a, um Anthony Volpe um, Tops Chrome out of 250 Guy goes, we're not going through eBay. I don't want to pay out the fees and all that, and you're going to get docked you know, a lot of money off this card because it was a very expensive card. So we went through the other way, um, PayPal, which – that was a nightmare. I don't know how to use PayPal. Ask Nick about Venmo and PayPal. Scan this barcode. Oh, geez. I'm scanning it and it's not working at all. So, you know, at least eBay just takes out. It's easy for the middleman, you know, with the money payments and all that. Because mm -hmm. that PayPal was ridiculous. The guy was trying to find my name and couldn't find my name. Cousin Eddie, there's like 80 million Cousin Eddie's on there. So, <laughs> he, he actually sent the money to the wrong Cousin Eddie. No. Oh and boy! Then, luckily, the guy was nice enough to send him the money back, saying, "My bad, wrong cousin Eddie." And I don't know how to look up my ID of my name. So yeah. the one time I did it, it, it was a nightmare. So I'm like, eBay is so much easier, but it stinks with the fees. I agree. If I sell that that um, redemption card, I'm probably gonna lose a lot of money off mm -hmm. that too. The fees. Simplicity is key. That that is the. Uh... That that is certainly true, right? You just you just highlighted it right there. If it's not simple, and eBay does make it simple, right? So it's um, you know, it's like the Swiffer mops that we all use to clean our kitchen, right? The old school mops clean your floors a lot better than a Swiffer mop. But you know what? The Swiffer mop is a heck of a lot easier. So I uh yeah, I get it. I get it with uh with eBay, and we talked around that about you're you're paying the fees because you know it's simpler. It's it's a little easier. So. All right, yeah. So simplicity is key. eBay makes it easy. Um, let's get into your your PC and just what you collect, right? You you I think you've highlighted a lot of baseball. Um, you've been talking a lot about baseball. 
But just in general, Cousin Eddie, what are you into? What what are you collecting? I collect everything. Um, I just like opening packs of cards. Like I said, I have a budget, so I try to keep it under my budget because I got a lot going on in the RV. So I I just love the opening cards. So, you know, I'll open NASCAR, I'll open WWE, I'll open hockey. I know all sports. Yeah, um, I don't know much about NASCAR, but if I can get like an autograph like Dale Earnhardt Jr., I know that sells for some money, you know. Oh, so yeah. that's another mm-hmm. tank of gas right there. I sell that. So I just love opening cards. I've opened cards since I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my first box was a 1987 Topps baseball, the ones that look like wood. Um, my dad bought me a box of those, and I enjoyed opening all those. You know, Mark McGuire's rookie, Barry Bonds' rookie in there. Well, they're, technically they're rookies. Um, they're Topps traded with the, was the original rookies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just like opening cards, and, you know, it's the thrill of getting the, the cards that, you know, you want. And then sometimes I get into the breaks, you know, because they're a little cheaper. And then you open a case of, you know, cards for, you know, and you buy into a team, 80 bucks. I think that's fun watching them and the thrill of getting the cards. So, um, so I'll collect about anything. I like just opening everything, you know, I'm not into like the Pokemon and magic or anything. I, I wouldn't even know where to start with that stuff. So I don't dabble into that, but anything like sports related, I can, I definitely know enough to know what I'm getting. Yeah, that's great. What, um, what, how, what platforms do you use for breaks? I'm curious. Um, I use Layton, mm-hmm. um, Smith, and I think that's it. That's the only ones I use. They're easy. You just go in there and buy. Oh, and Striker breaks. I love okay. Striker. If you ever watch Striker, he's he's pretty funny. Um, and he he does his off of Patreon. You have to pay a monthly fee, and he, he does breaks on like Tuesday and Friday. He's he's a nice guy. Um, he's fun to watch. I mean, he's entertaining while he opens. Where you know some of the other breakers just here's a pack, here's a pack. Oh, you got a here's a here's a nice card. Oh, oh, here's another, and they really don't know what they're talking about. You know, oh, I've heard this guy's good. You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah you want to hear the bang? Guys, that's all this is a banger. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely they they open cases cases of cards from eight in the morning till ten at night. So you know, I say that's pretty boring. Just rip. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Here you go. Mm-hmm. I mean. So, I like when, I said, I. Oh, when is ahead. the what? It, when it, when was the first break that you did? Like, do you remember it? Mm, Roughly. I'd say right around the pandemic. Um, okay. I think I there was some cards that I you know, I think I bought into like a high end you know baseball where you know like I don't know if it was like definitive you know box is definitive you get eight cards and they're like it's a ten thousand dollar box like you know nt national treasures and immaculate you know i i can't afford a box of that stuff you know you're looking at like five ten thousand dollars and i think i bought it into a break and it was like you know like a hundred dollars and you know they opened one box right. and it was like all right i'll, I'll try that dabble mm-hmm. that in there you know if i get something like a jason tatum autograph rookie you know with his jersey I, i'm like Breaks are basically lottery. It's 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 a scratch ticket. I mean, you don't. It's random teams, so you don't know what team you're gonna get, and you know you basically. Then it's based on whatever card you get. You know, you right. can get like the Minnesota. Like I, the last one I got was San Francisco Giants, and I'm thinking in my head, who the heck 
on the San Francisco Giants do you want? I couldn't even think of a guy. I don't even think I could name a guy that's on the San. Oh, Brandon Crawford's on the Giants right now, but you know, that's a bad team, and I got nothing out of it. So, yeah, it's it's definitely it's like a, a form of gambling. It's it's it gambling, right? But there's entertainment behind it, which which you enjoy, which you enjoy. Yeah. Um, what what was the best card? Well, two parter. What was what was the best card that you that you got out of a break? And then, what is your best card that you have in your personal collection today? Well, I think it's the redemption card right now. All right. Um, I got. I mean, I got a young gun and a Veshkin. Um, I think. I think all my good cards are over at Nick's house because I couldn't figure out the grading yet, and I was like, Nick, how do you get these things graded? And I send them all to him. So I think he's got like. Eight or ten cards: Jalen Green, um, Oveshkin autograph, Oveshkin young gun. Um, right, I got all your I, stuff. It's like a time capsule of your pickups over the years, and uh, it's kind of funny to see. I've, I've definitely got Oveshkin, and I'm pretty sure Jalen Green auto, like a, um, uh, I'm not sure what set it is, but oh no, good ones, yeah, good one champion. Good one. Um, it was before I got oh, drafted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So nice. I have some, I have an eclectic mix of things that I need to send in for cousin Eddie, because uh, despite me over and over having him uh, ed- educated on submitting to PSA, he insists that I do it. So I have no problem doing that. <laughs> Eddie, you I have, see. you have to listen to our, our PSA episode on how I to have. submit. You have. Still All right. Confused, Larry. I'm still confused with this stuff. Okay. We we I, need to do I'm another confused. episode then. Me me and Nick did not make it simple enough. So that no, that's that's good. I, that's like good I said, feedback. I'm yeah. Hmm. I'm just mad at this stuff. You can also outsource it. Well, you well you don't. You're outsourcing it to Nick. You get you you're outsourcing it from free for free to Nick. <laughs> there are, you know there are services that you can pay, but oh, you know, Nick's taking care of you. So that's great. So cousin Eddie. Thanks, Nick. What's um what's hot right now? You're always I feel like you always know a little bit ahead of me. Like what's what's cooking right now for sets and packs and sports? Like what are you into? Like what do you want to hit at your local card shop or you know, what can you afford to hit? <laughs> well, right now it's um Tops Chrome update. They have those things. Tops Fanatics was smart. They these players wore these patches on their arms that said MLB debuts. So their first game they ever played in, they had these patches on there. And now the Tufts Chrome Update baseball came out and they took those patches off those guys. So they're actually game worn and then autographed and they're all one of ones. And I think there's like 30 to 40 guys that have these patches cards, you know, tough to get. But, you know, a hobby box is around my, um, you know, my price range. Jumbo, eh, that's blurging. Um, So, you know, I, um, that's the hot stuff right now. Um, you know, I had a yet uh, another question. So w- when we were talking about your your personal collection, I totally forgot. Didn't like your dad or your grandfather meet Ted Williams or something like that? I know you're a big Ted Williams guy. What was yep. the story behind uh, that? My grandfather, I think, was good friends with Ted Williams. Um, my grandfather owned a concrete company, and then my grand. Ted Williams had a baseball camp literally down the road in Lakeville, Mass, where they grew up. And I think they were good friends and hung out a lot. But I, he died when I was five years old, so I didn't get the whole story of how much of friendship they were and all that. And I don't think many people knew how much friends they were. But interesting. I think I, 
I think I maybe have met him once. I'm not really sure. I was, I was five years old. I think they said, hey, this is Ted. And you're, you know, you're five years old. And you go, hey, Ted, how you doing? I don't know. What it, you know, hey, yeah, uh, yeah great. Nice, nice to see you. Yeah, see you later. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go play with my toys now. So <laughs> see you later, Ted. Yep. Should have had him sign like a few baseballs. Crazy. Uh, I got a couple of them. I got got a couple of memorabilia from him, I think. Oh, you do? Oh, that's great. Yeah. What do you have? What Ted Williams couple, stuff? A couple baseballs, and then I think my parents have some stuff from him that I don't know what my dad has them. My dad's yeah. gonna keep them, but I don't really know which ones they are. Oh, that's great! Yeah. That's awesome because they're 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 sentimental value to my dad because they were my grandfather's. His- no, that's that is that's great. I mean, I I love I love those those sentimental things too. I I actually have one of those. Um, my grandfather got a signed picture of John Havlicek. Um, he oh, met nice. him. I think he somehow met him at like work one day, like a long time ago. And I have it and it's it's in my attic and I'll never sell it because it's just it's that sentimental value. That that means a lot. That's that's great. That's fantastic that you have those those pieces. I have a baseball of them. That's all I have displayed. Autographed baseball by him. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, Tops Chrome. So have you bought in? purchased a hobby box yet and ripped it no not yet. no okay no, all right no. so that I might hopefully that's hopefully that's under your christmas tree yeah hopefully, hopefully. yeah we'll see. um you mentioned the good thing about kind of that that box is probably at least the hobby the hobby box is is in your price range but you know there are a lot a lot of expensive products in the market today uh, I'm just curious, like, what are your thoughts on just how all of these boxes, singles, breaks, like, it, I mean, it runs the gamut. You can you can go to your Walmarts and your Targets, but um, what are your overall thoughts on where the hobby's going and, you know, how expensive it's getting? Just curious. Yeah, good question. Great question. Yeah. That's mm. why I, I don't really get into football and basketball because cheapest boxes, like, 300 400 500 dollars that's when i get into the breaks because then i can get into the football basketball because those you know those boxes are out of hand i'm just hoping that you know sports cards keep their value and we don't have another you know crash which we did you know it's called the wax wax box crash back you know in the you know the 90s and the early 2000s where you can get those boxes now for like 10 15 dollars so you know i hope we don't they don't flood the um, whole thing. It's it's enjoyable to do it. You know, I'm all about the hits. I love the hits. You know, I do like the vintage, but I do like the hits, you know, autographs, relics, all that stuff. That's exciting to open, you know, where, you know, if you have, you know, a 52 Mickey Mantle, it's a 52 Mickey Mantle, you know, but it's a 52 mm-hmm. Mickey Mantle, your tops, you know, rookie card, which to me, it's like, is it numbered? No, no, it's not numbered, you know, so I'm kind of more into the modern stuff, but you know, I wouldn't complain if I had a 52 mantle or, you know, of course. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's just weird how those things held value. And, you know, then, you know, the only thing like in the 2010, 2011, the Mike Trout rookies held value. Those are big bucks and all that, mm-hmm. you know, the tops update and those boxes are, you know, you can't get a box of that for like two, $3,000 now. So you're, you're, you're buying baseball because baseball is a little more affordable. You're getting into breaks when it comes to um, 
you know, the, the football and the basketball. You also mentioned earlier NASCAR. NASCAR, I assume, is affordable, right? That's got to be another oh, one that that's that's yeah, affordable. affordable. Um, I know that you're a big wrestling fan. Do you get into wrestling cards too? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, nice. I'm a fan of wrestling, so I, you know, I like wrestling. Cousin mm-hmm. Eddie actually sits down and watches a SummerSlam here and there, so um, I know most of the wrestlers, um, and that's affordable. It, you know, not many people buy wrestling cards, but you know, people. Mm-hmm. You know, the true fans buy the wrestling cards. It's kind of like hockey, too. You know, when you had, um, what's his name on, Jeremy? He, he yeah. talks about, you know, the hockey fanatics or hockey fanatics, you know. And I, I love hockey, too. I'm right with him, you know. I I love Tamu Slani, like he said, Winnipeg guy. So, um, he's not my favorite. Nick thought he was my favorite. My favorite was Jeremy Yager. I was mm-hmm. a diehard Penguins fan. Well, Bruins fan, one, and Penguins, too. So, I just love Mario and Jeremy Yager in that line. But, you know... Those I could be passionately talk about hockey my whole life. I love hockey. Hockey's probably my favorite sport. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that that well, stuff's affordable too. You know, hockey's not bad because, like you said, it's the passionate fans that buy into the hockey cards. You know, they want the hockey cards. You know, where people, you know, that aren't big on hockey, you know, don't even dabble into that. And mm-hmm. you know, hockey cards are only upper deck. They, you know, in football basketball panini baseball's tops you know right. so and it's more affordable i mean panini's just taking a true fan true collector out of the play like me you know i live in an rv so i can't buy these 500 600 5000 8000 10000 all the boxes they got going out there sure sure but i i love i love the fact so hockey we have wrestling we have nascar Three things that are in common with those is passion. You very, very passionate fans with all three of those sports. So I think, you know, I, I think you're doing a little bit of uh zigging when everybody's zagging, which I think is, you know, that 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 could that could do well for you. Um, and it still kind of allows you to scratch your itch and open up some packs. Um, so that's that's great. Um so with the affordability, let's you know, it is the holiday season. We're all in a gift giving mood right now. Um, I would say other than Topps Chrome, what what are some Christmas holiday gifts that you think should be hot? What what should parents be looking to get for their kids right now? Uh, friends looking to get for you know each other right now in the collectible space. Other than Topps Chrome, what else? It it's all you know all varies. You know, yeah, it's all depending on you know. How big of a friend are you? You know, if, you, if you're a nice friend, you're buying a nice box of definitive 5,000. Whereas, you know, <laughs> you're, you're a kid, you know, you're going to be, you know, my favorite thing for kids is, and I, I brought it over to my um, cousin's kids, you know, is um, Tops Holiday, those those mega boxes at Walmart. And they, they they have Christmas stuff. They have like, you know, and then there's short prints where they have the, um, you know, Tufts, Tufts is smart. They, they know what to hit, you know, the the audience. You know, they have short prints for a guy swinging a candy cane for a baseball bat and stuff like that. So you have to look for these short prints that they have in there. And, you know, those are, you know, $40, $50 at Walmart. And they're, they're enjoyable to open. And you can, you can get autographs. And every box has one relic card in it, which I love because it has a hit. You know, so that would be more, you know, kid friendly. 
I okay. enjoy opening it. It's fun, you know, where, you know, if you're, it all depends on what you want, you know, you guys mm-hmm. would probably want to, a 1986 um, player basketball pack or box oh, of that. You know? Oh boy, that's an expensive <laughs> gift. That oh, is. Yeah. Jeez, uh, Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Uh, geez, that's, <laughs> that's what you guys are playing in. I'm like, I'm well, lucky also- if I get a um, box of big league from Tops <laughs> baseball, forty dollar box. I mean, my yeah. my eight year old son's cool with you know. He'll open a pack and he likes the sparkly stuff, man. You know, we'll we'll open a pack of prisms and I'll, if it's like one has an orange color blast, that's his favorite card. He'll like pin that to his wall for a week. You know, he doesn't know like he doesn't even care about the value. He's just like, wow, this card looks cool. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see something through their eyes. So you know, it wouldn't be much more than a blaster. And we're talking, you know, whatever, 30 bucks at Target or something. Yeah, that That's exactly. something I'd get, like, my, my eight-year-old son. And he would just love it, you know? But between us three, you know, when I'm buying uh, each other blaster boxes, you know? Nope. Maybe me. Uh, I might be buying blaster boxes. <laughs> hey, uh, that's you, what I can afford. You but... guys can buy me blaster boxes. I like the new shiny stuff, too. I, yeah. I love opening packs. So feel free, guys. Send them my way. I'll take the blaster boxes. <laughs> All right. Here. For Larry. Merry That's Christmas. Here we go. <laughs> but yeah, it all depends on the person, you know. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, like you said, when I was a kid, I opened that 87 box of Toss Baseball, you know. I I just knew the players. I could give two crafts, you know, I wanted to get my favorite players. Like I said, the Mark McGuire's, the Barry Bonds, you know, the Roger Clemenses, you know. I didn't care about the value. I just wanted my favorite players because I love watching them play on TV. You know, so kid, like Nick's saying, kids just love, you know, like he said, he loves his Gavin Lux card because his name's Gav. I mean, that's the difference between the kids and us, Mm -hmm. where me and us three know that Gavin Lux isn't a good player. I don't think he's played in two years, so he's been injured. (laughs) So, you know. That doesn't matter. And Mm value-wise, for us, it's not worth much money. So, but to him, that's what it means the world to him, you know? Yeah, it's the smile on his face, right? Yeah. yeah. Like us growing up, it was mm-hmm. you wanted to collect your favorite players. You know, you could give two craps about um, how much they were worth or anything or what I can get for resale or anything like that. You know, you just kept them right. in your personal collection. So, yeah, that depends on the person and, you know, you know, all that stuff. So, Wow, this is some really sage advice, cousin Eddie. I'm used to calling you crazy, cousin Eddie. This is like uh, pretty eye opening. This is uh, very, very rationally thought out. I know advice. this is a shock. I'm kind of like stupefied <laughs> here. Must be the beers, guys. Must be the beers. Must be the moosehead. Nick, let's let, actually let me let me ask you this. Like, what are you what are you hoping to get under the Christmas tree this year when it comes to collecting for you? What are you hoping to finish or, or man, I hope Santa has the inside track to finish off my 1969 tops NBA autograph set. I have nine cards left and you know, I did 86 Fleer in like four months. That was fun. This is a doozy. I'm on like month eight. Granted I've made good progress, but some of these are just, they're probably like five in the world, but if somebody can do it, Santa can do it. So if I want one thing by the end of the year is to finish this set, that would be ridiculous. It probably won't happen, but man, that would be amazing. That, Hey, you gotta, you gotta dream big. 
dream big and it's it's holiday season this is when this is when christmas magic can come nick (laughs) yeah you got to find those kids that actually wanted that old tyler benoit autograph (laughs) card you know hey he's my favorite player i gotta get his autograph like some of those no-name guys must be impossible to get because who who wanted their autographs back in the day you know so not just that but nobody nobody signed cards back in 1970 1969 because it Mm. ruined the card it did wilt chamberlain would say no don't do that it's gonna ruin the card so he just didn't sign any until like the 90s you know and then Mm -hmm. wilt chamberlain died in like 96 or something like that so these old, old cards, like from that era, 61, 69, oh my gosh, they're like, just, they're tough. It is a grind, but I will finish it. I will finish you it. You will. At some point. You'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've heard stories, you know, um, people that had 1952 uh, Mickey Mantle cards that put them in their tire spokes because he was a Yankee and they hated him. Sure. And they just wanted to ruin him because he was a Yankee, you know, and you're a kid. You put him in your tires, folks, and just got him destroyed because he was yeah. a Yankee. You're a Red Sox fan. So, you know, how do you feel about now that those cards are, you know, PS9s are going for like two, three million dollars, you know, mm-hmm. but kids did that. They got rid of him because they hated him. He was on the, you know, you know, our rivalry, the Sox and the Yankees, you know, you yeah. hate the Yankees love the red Sox, so so true so true cousin eddie as kids yeah you know we we actually did this too i I know me and you did this so garbage pail kids i stuck those all over my wall my skateboard my bike like you name it right you know some of those original series like the packs go for a grand you know if you get like an atom bomb or something like that i mean that's like two three thousand i mean if you get psa 10 of those forget it it's it's five figures you know so you know we did the same thing we didn't know. Oh, yeah. We're just having fun. So, uh, yeah. So, LZ, what uh, what do you want to get by year end? Mm. <laughs> I want a couple things. I want uh, I want a blaster box from Cousin Eddie. That's <laughs> the first thing I want. Um, but I'm getting very close to the 1986 Flair basketball autograph set. I am only eight cards away now i was like 15 just a couple weeks ago but now i'm down to eight um shout out to california dan for recently helping me with that but i i i'm I'm gonna be a realist i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna get the eight by the end of the year um some of these the it's some of these cards are difficult there there are a few players that have since deceased that i'm left with but there are also a couple like layups that are easy ones that 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 are still out there. So I think ideally I would like to maybe get it down to two to three cards by the end of the year would be great. Um, and then the other thing that that I, I actually want to start, you know, maybe this is like a New Year's resolution episode we need to have. But I do want to start looking into um the TCG, the the trading card game cards, like the Pokemon and uh, you know Disney has come out with a couple. Uh, my my good friend Fireman Steve is really into the the Disney cards, and he's doing very well with them, and they're really cool looking. To the whole point around how I want that blaster from Eddie, um, I like the shiny new things. These these Disney cards are pretty cool. Um, so I'd say I'd say those two. Yeah, yeah. good choices. Yeah. So we didn't ask cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie, no, what do we you didn't. want? What do you want for Christmas, man? What do you want by the end of the year? 
I want five cases of definitive, five cases of immaculate, five cases of national treasures. Woo! You know. <laughs> All right. All right. Santa's getting oh, you $100,000 know, worth of hobby boxes. Doesn't hurt to ask. No, mm-hmm. gotta ask. Well, it's right. kind of weird. You guys want your your sets done, and here I am. I just want to open packs. Give me packs. Let me open packs and see what I get. That's my favorite. I, I what you guys are doing is incredible. I don't know how you guys are doing these sets where you're getting autographs of every guy and you know getting them all slabbed and all that. That's incredible. Um, I've never even heard of anyone even thinking of doing that. And Nick told me one time he showed me a picture of the guy first guy that did an 86 flare um basketball cards and i'm like jesus that must have been hard stuff to do you guys are doing it and it's kind of weird i would i don't think i'd get any, any enjoyment doing that you know it's just yeah. too much hard to i don't have the time you know i'm I, I don't even know how to get in touch with these guys but it's impressive what you guys have been doing to get all these cards like i said it can't be easy to get some of these guys that you know john doe and Phil Schmuck, who no one wanted their autograph. Gosh, you know? Phil Schmuck is a really hard one. It's yeah. Phil That's Schmuck will he's, he's, he's the guy who'll set you back five grand. Phil That's Schmuck. right. Yeah, he's the yeah, worst exactly. one. I can't afford a Phil Schmuck card. Oh man, uh, especially autograph. Uh, oh man. Yeah, it's um, it's a labor of uh, of love, I guess. Uh, at the end of it, you have an asset that's pretty cool, and it's like. A reflection of the work you've done mm. um, and the fact that like 86 Fleer I bet you only 50 of those can possibly exist ever um, give or take depending on some of the rare cards I can't see more than 50 of them being signed so it's cool it's like hey I got something that only like 50 people in the world can have and I like it it's cool so um, 69 that's that's a different story I only think like five of those can exist so that's a whole nother level yeah um, I think cool. it, it's also I, I'm doing it to Eddie just first to have the stories right and i think it also kind of shows my kids that i'm kind of working towards something right Mm -hmm. we live in a world of instant gratification uh so you know building a set and not even for my kids even myself right i live in world of instant gratification too i buy everything on amazon it shows up the next day so this is like a this is one of these things that you just got to work at and i i like working once in a while for things everything doesn't have to be instant so for sure yeah sure cool yeah. well kidding. we always worked on making sets but getting them all autographed oh that's a whole nother level you know yeah. i was a kid i bought boxes of cards and i just wanted to make the full set and that's it and then put them away you know but i guess it's a whole new ball game getting autographed especially when probably like 40 percent of the people are dead i don't and there's not going to be many autographs from those guys you know mm. you know i think the most the number one autograph of any sports person I read was uh shoeless Joe Jackson because he was illiterate. So he didn't sign much because he couldn't sign. So there's a lot of fakes of him, you know? So mm. I, I, I read a couple like last year that he might be one of the hottest and most expensive autographs to get. Cause there's, I don't think there's more than five of them out there because he couldn't write or read. So crazy, which is crazy. That is, yeah, there are some players like that. Um, that are rare for for reasons like that, but then of course they're they're forged and everything. Cousin Eddie, we got our we got our final question. We usually oh. ask the audience if they could get a coffee with any sports figure, dead or alive, who would that be and why? 
for you, I'm guessing it's not going to be a coffee unless there's like Kahlua in it or something. So um, I imagine it's going to be a beer. So who would you want to get a beer with, sit down for a couple hours with? Hmm. Sports, huh? Well, all oh. right. We can go celebrities too. Make this fun. Yeah. How about Francis Bellamy? You know who he is? I don't. Only cousin Eddie would want to beer with that guy. Oh, that name that name sounds familiar. Who who is he? Come on, you history buffs. I'm no. not gonna cheat. I'm not gonna cheat and Google it. I don't know. Aunt Bethany at dinner table gave us grace. And what did she say for grace? <laughs> Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. <laughs> Why can't we this in school? Francis Bellamy wrote that. Oh wow. <laughs> it's a deep cut right there. That is great. And that's all while that's while grace. what the, the squirrel was in the tree? Yeah. Setting setting yeah. The, the tree on fire. Oh and the uh, the next room over. That was a great Christmas last year we had, I'll tell you that. Aunt Bethany. Is a oh. good time. You guys should come on over. All right. That is our first Aunt Bethany coffee for the pod so far. So uh Aunt Bethany, <laughs> that's that's who we want to get a beer with. You wrap with oh, Joe boy. I think half the audience is gonna turn on um turn on that movie after this pod because it's just such a classic. So that's oh, great. It's a must. It is a must around the holiday season. Yes. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. All right. Um Cousin Eddie, we usually ask how you want people to reach out to you. Um, that might be a bit tricky in the RV. So I don't know. Do you want to be found or do you want to just stay anonymous, man? Staying anonymous. All if right. you want to get in touch with me, you've got to write me a letter. <laughs> All right. If, if anybody has a question for Cousin Eddie or they like this episode, you can DM me your LZ. We'll find a way to get to him. Okay. We'll ask him whatever you want. Yep. I still use the postal service. Sorry, guys. I don't know what an email is or text messages or this Instagram or Facebook. I think I still have my MySpace still going somewhere. I don't forgot the name of MySpace. So, <laughs> uh, All right, everyone. This has been our holiday episode. A little bit different than what we usually do, but uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you enjoyed Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie, thank you so much for joining the pod. Thank you for having me. It was a blast, guys. All right. Take yeah, care, Eddie, everyone. Th- thanks for coming. It was uh, it was an eventful, lively discussion, and we're definitely having you on again. So yeah. happy holidays. You got it. Cheers, happy guys. holidays, everyone. Happy holidays, Cheers. everyone. Cheers. Cheers. All right, everyone. That was another episode of Sports Card Madness. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this episode, please take a few seconds and subscribe wherever you get them and uh, we'll keep them coming. Thanks everyone.